Rabbeinu from Shishra's father was a big Magid and he had come to the city of Prague that was Irvein B'Yisrael Tamidich HaChomim Yerushamayim Oivdei Hashem and it was Parshas Vayera and he spoke about the story how Avram Avinu had told Avi Melech that the reason why he had to hide the identity of sorrow was because in this place, in this area, nobody has the fear of the Rebbeinah And then Rebbeinah from Shishka's father, the Magid, he turned to the Kehillah, Kedoshah the Prague, and he told them, I could say about our town, our city, we, in this place, are rock, ain, and everybody turned white. What a, what a strong insult to the community. We're a place of, that we don't fear the Rebbeinah Shalom. And he quickly told them, let me explain what I mean. We know Elikim means Midas Hadin. When the Rebbeinah Shalom expresses himself in the form of Elikim, it's Midas Adin, and the words Havai Yutkei Vovkei, it's Midas Rachmim. Now we know just as an aside that the same Rebbeinah Shalom that's Hashem is the same Rebbeinah Shalom that's Elikim. It's just different sometimes on the Hoggis of how the Rebbeinah Shalom runs the world. And that's how we say Hashem Hu Elikim. The same Rebbeinah is Elikim. So Rebbeinah from Shisla's father turned to the crowd and he told them, This town that is so amazing in their learning, in their diktuka mitzvahs, in every prat, you don't have to fear the Rebbeinah as Elohim, you won't be see the Rebbeinah Shalom being manig himself, running this town with Dan Hog of Elikim. This town is going to be ran only with seeing the vision and the controlling the Rebbeinah Shalom of the city through Avaya Hashem. Rak ein yira. You don't have to be afraid of Elikim of having midas adin Fifty years later, unfortunately, Prague had gone south. Haskola had kicked in. The clouds had darkened up in the town, and it was an enlightened city. And Abinah from Shishra's father was an old man then. And he came to the city and he asked the people in the city, does he still get a chance to speak? And then they told him, nah. They're not interested in hearing an old rabbi. We're from the new generation. And he said, but I, I have already a chazaka. I've spoken over here in the past. Perhaps you could allow me to still say a few words. They said, all right, we'll let you speak, but on condition. You don't say any one of you those old rabbi type of speeches where you spin the psukim and you say homiletically, explanations in the psukim that don't fit well in the simple meaning we're want to we want 
here, clear, cut, concise, explained, articulate, with a f- clear translation of the psukim, and so forth. And he got up, and he said how 50 years ago, how he said about the city of Prague, rocking years to how it didn't mean it literally, but it meant that they were such a great town, and they didn't have to fear Elikim. And he said, now that I'm not allowed to explain it in any other way, I'm just going to keep to the basics. And I'm going to say about this town, Rock ain years elikim b'mokim In this week's Parsha, obviously the focus of the Parsha is the Akedah. And then we have the beginning of the Parsha that deals so much with the story of Achnos HaSorchem. I would like to share an idea that connects these two parts. We open up the Parsha of Achnos HaSorchem and we have in great detail every step of what Avraham Avinu had done in his great Mesir Snefesh on the hot day, third day of his bris to be in the midst of Achnos HaSorchem. And Chazal tell us in great detail in the Gemara Bometziah Peivov how Avraham Avinu got repaid for every action he did over here exactly in accordance with how he had done it. If he had done it by himself or with a messenger, everything got repaid. The question that begs to be asked is, yes, perhaps this was the greatest mysterious nefesh of Achnos Zorchem that Avraham Avinu had ever done. But can we say that this was the only time he did it? His whole life he's doing Achnos Zorchem. And for that, we're not found anywhere that we got repaid. We have no Gemara telling us about it. But only this story was the one that he got repaid back in every detail. Even if you tell me that you highlighted over here was the most difficult, I'm sure throughout Avraham Avinu's life there were plenty of other times that it was difficult Achnos Zorchem. And those ones he didn't get repaid. But the question's better. Not only is it this time that we get rewarded for every minute part of the story that he did in Dachnosis Arkham, but in fact, we're getting rewarded for something that was not even a mitzvah. In the end of the day, after Ramavinu discovered that there were malachim, it's a mission of failed. We're not mekind, he was not Mekai in the midst of Achnos HaZorchem. Yes, with the intention B'Machshovah, but not B'Maisen. B'Maisen is feeding people that really need it. Not Malachim that are acting like human beings, mortals, but don't really need the food and drink and everything. Let's turn to the story of that Kaidim. We'd like to share with you a the story of Rameir Simcha's first speech that he gave when he took the Rabbonus in the city of Dvinsk. In that speech, he said as follows. He had noticed that there was a sizable amount of opposition towards him in him coming the new rabbi of the city. And he addressed it in his first Russia. And he said as follows Avram Avinu is given the, mis- the mission 
the command, the tzivah from the Rebbeinishim to go do the mice of that He travels for three days and three nights. And what was the, that difficult? Chazal tell us how the Yitzhahara battled him by fire, by water, in every different way to stop him from reaching his goal of being able to bring Yitzhak to be Makavim. To Avram Avinu cried out, Higiyu Mayim Ab And Avram Avinu reached his destination and he ties up Yitzhak, he puts it on, on the Zbech and he's about to finally accomplish the ultimate goal, the greatest Nisoyin, the test of Akedah Yitzhak. And as he's about to do it, holding the socket in his hand, the Malach calls out from heaven, from Shemayim, and tells Yitzhak, don't do it, because this was not the plan. Remeir Simcha turned towards those individuals that were giving him a hard time in taking the new position that he was given. And he asked, how did Avram Avinu know now that this time it's real? If every step in the way the Yetzirah was trying to stop him from doing it, perhaps the Yetzirah didn't stop yet. And he figured out how to come in the voice of a Malach Menashemayim by telling him not to do it. So why did Avram Avinu so quickly decide that, the Yitzhar, that this is not the Yetzirah, but this is actually the Malach saying the Tzivu of the Rebbeinu Shalom not to do it? And Amei Simcha turned to these people and said, I looked at the next Pasuk and I found the answer. The next Pasuk says, Vayisa Avram Asenu, he looked and he noticed there's an Ayalacher, there's a lamb, Nechaz, it's a mesh entangled besvach with his horn in the bushes. And he went and took it. You know what the Torah is telling us at this point? Avram Avinu hadn't yet decided if he should listen to the Malach. He looked around, he knew if, if he wasn't supposed to shecht Yitzhak, it must be there's a replacement, there's a second plan. Sure enough, he looks and he sees all of a sudden there's an Ayalachim. And he realizes, that's what I'm supposed to do. The Ayalach is supposed to be the Mokim Yitzchak instead of Yitzchak. But he's still not sure. And he looks where that Ayal is. And he sees that Ayal is far away from him, entangled deep in the bushes and the thorns. And it's going to be a battle to get it out. And he says, now I know that this is real. Now I know it's the Malach telling me, not the Shech Yitzhak, but the Shech Ta'ayl. Because had it been the Yitzhahara, he would have brought that aisle right here in front of me, under Mizbeach. And he would have shown me, look, this is what you're supposed to do. When I see there's a battle, I see there's a struggle, I know now that that is my mission. And with that he turned to the people in the crowd and he told them, I could have said, and not taken this position. I see now that it's not being hand to me, handed to me on a golden cup. There's going to be a struggle over here. There's an ayalacher, but it's nechaz b'svach I know that this is my mission. 
And I know that the Rebbe Hashem wants me to do it, and he took up that position. I want to highlight this idea in a much deeper level. We know Rosh Hashanah, we celebrate, we don't celebrate, but we rem- the Rebbe Hashem remembers us through Akedah Yitzchak. Every day we remember through Akedah Yitzchak. But how does the Rebbe remind himself of Akedah Yitzchak? And that is through the Shoifer. That is, we blow a Shoifer in Rosh Hashanah. That Shoifer is the horn of the aisle, and the Rebbe remembers Akedah Yitzchak. By Har Sinai, when the Rebbe blew a Shoifer over there, what Shoifer was that? Chazal say, it was the Shoifer, the Karen of the Isle from Dakeidu. But there's a problem over here. You see, when you makriv an Isle on the Mizbech, the Aloha is, it's a Mishnah Zvachim, you makriv the whole body, including the horns. It's called Hakarnayim Vatalpayim Hakol Makrivim Agabim And therefore the Rishonim and Parsha Sisri have a question. How is this Shoifer around? It should have gotten consumed and burnt into ashes by the Akrova of the Ayam. So how's the Rebbeinishon blowing with that Shoifer by Kabbalah Satayim? The morale and others answer that you have to say that what happened was that that horn fell off before it got a chance to be Nikrav. And the Allah is that the Karnayim, the horn that you makriv on the Mizbech is only when it's still attached to the animal. And in this case it got detached. And once it got detached, then you're not makriv it anymore. Okay? Now the question gets only greater. So let's think about it. The aisle is how we get re- remembered by Akedah Sitzlik. They represented Akedah Sitzlik. The aisle, 99% of it was Nikrav. The whole part of it was sacrificed for a carbon. There was one thing that fell off, and that was the horn. And how do we remember Akedah Sitzlik? by the horn. Is that the way I had to remember it? That's the only part that didn't have Akedah. That's the only part that didn't go on the Mizbech. Why do we remember Akedah Sitzik like that? Wow. That's the answer. When the Rebbe wants to remember Akedah Sitzik, when we remember, is remembering the struggle, the battle of Avram Avinu, the three-day traveling that he had to do, every step in the way, the difficulty of doing this act. That is Akedah Sitzchak. Where in the Akrova of the Isle was the hard part. Avram Avinu has to go to get the Isle. It's enmeshed, entangled in the Karen. The Karen is, was where it was entangled. That's where the Satan was. That's where the Yetzirah was. That's where the struggle was. That's Akedah Sitzchak. That's the part that we remember. Perhaps, going back to the beginning of the parasha, Avram Avinu's whole life he did Achnosis Archim. It was difficult, but he succeeded. Where was the struggle? Where was the part that he felt he failed? 
And that was this time. Where it didn't happen, and when it finally happened, it didn't happen. It was the malachim. They came, and looking like people, but in the end of the day, it wasn't Mekayim the Mitzvah. And the Rebbein Hashem tells Avram Avinu, that's where you get rewarded the most. That's where the reward is in great detail, this act of Achnos HaSarachim. Throughout our life, we go through so much, of course, we always hope that we reach our goal. We, we, we reach the mission. But we have to remember our avoidance, the struggle, the ayilach and nechaz b'svach v'karno, the achnos esorchim that doesn't always reach its fulfillment. But we do, and we do, and we do. And the Rebbeinah remembers us like that. Through Akedah Sietzlon, through the story of achnos esorchim in great detail, have a great chance.